Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In today's episode, are you finding that you're burning out? Feeling the strain from all of the change going on in your organization or feeling stressed by relationships where there is struggle? Are you worried about how it is all affecting your health? Did you know there is one simple thing you can do that a recent study found will decrease your all-cause mortality, your risk of death, by 50%? This is the topic of today's episode. Excited to be here? I certainly am. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, moving as we are able. It is so great to be with you today. Feel your feet on the ground. Stand tall, look around, feel grateful. This time is your time. And it's great to be back with you. I have been a bit slow in this, getting this podcast out. I have been traveling a lot, as some of you know. A big part of what I do in our business is deliver keynote speeches. And so I have been in many, many places. On top of that, I was a little sick with COVID. And so all of the different reasons but uh, I'm glad that uh, glad to be back with you so just see if you can let go of wherever you were were in your mind that is planning or thinking about the past and just let go and arrive in this moment just see if you can let go of thinking and let go of planning just arrive in this moment. And feel your feet on the ground. Feel the top of your head just checking in. If you're a long-time listener, you know that Physical sensations are only, they only exist in the moment. And that's a great way to anchor us to the present moment, as opposed to getting caught in thoughts about the future, ruminations about the past. So we start by practicing mindfulness. And actually, of course, uh, 
we follow a, a BIG structure, which is we get up and make our bed. I haven't mentioned that in a while, but that's a key part. We do a five-minute book club. So find a inspiring piece of literature. And when I say literature, that sounds all kind of hoity-toity, but just find something that will inspire you. Could be religious, depending on what speaks to you. Could be something spiritual. Could be anything. But take five minutes and just, you know, don't look at your phone, but get up, make your bed, read for five minutes, and then start to move. And we will walk you through a process so you can be more in your body, more in your breath, learning an idea of the day, which we will again today, and finishing with goals and gratitude. This is our BIG structure. So again, just start by feeling your feet and your legs as you walk. Mindfulness is not about just paying attention to the breath. It's actually an exercise in awareness. We simply use the breath as a vehicle for being aware. So as you notice the belly rising and falling, or you might hear sounds, you might hear my voice, just simply notice. And you can even use a noting, a label and say, hearing, hearing. If you hear a sound come and go, and then returning to the breath. Or if you feel other sensations in your body, pressure or tightness, tingling, vibration, just again, just pay attention and see what it is. Note what it is and come back to breathing. And part of what we're trying to do is note how things change. And be aware of any thoughts or images that appear in our mind. Because a thought might come and carry your mind away with it. You will get momentarily lost in thought. And in that moment when you notice you are not present with your breath or body and your mind is wandering to a thought or in a story, just make a soft mental note. Note that and say, thinking, thinking. We're building wisdom. We're understanding how the brain and the mind work. And when we can do that on a more regular basis, we start to see that things come and go, constantly come and go, and we can watch it without getting attached. And this is what helps us day to day be more able to be agile with all the ups and downs, the vicissitudes that we face. And so it means we don't react out of proportion. And it means that we have a bit more energy stored up so that when we do face a last 8% situation, a conversation or decision, we have energy to be able to step in and do what's difficult. So just soften your hands and relax your heart. And just... Re-relax 
the whole body. Fantastic. And let's move now to our idea of the day. And just before we do, stand tall, look around, feel grateful. And congratulate yourself on taking this time for building wisdom. So you want to live a full life. Have a great career. Be an effective leader if you're a leader. Help your team or organization thrive. But you face challenging situations such as significant change or having to deal with a difficult relationship or simply working way too much just to keep up. And you realize that these challenges are wearing you down, getting you stressed, taking away from your health. And you are worried now about your health. And there is a lot at stake, obviously, if you start to lose your health. You know, having just gone through COVID for a second time, I can tell you that it sucks to feel low in energy, to feel like you can't do what you want to do because of a lack of health. But also, if you're a leader, having energy and health matters because you set the tone by how you show up. If you're low in energy... You infect people with that dominant emotion, which is probably going to be less than positive. It's also harder to do difficult things, such as have a last 8% conversation or make a tough decision when we're low on energy, because these things take energy. But really, more important than anything for this episode is that you want to live a long and healthy life. You want to be there for your kids or your grandkids. And if I told you there's one thing you can do that a recent study has found will decrease your dying from all causes by 50%, would you be interested? <laughs> I hope so. I'm interested in learning new research and this one is particularly interesting to me so what is it walk that's it just walk okay so we get the walking part but how much should you walk well that's what this new study looked at because you know there's an often repeated 10,000 steps a day mantra that grew out of really decades-old um, marketing campaign from a, if you can imagine, a Japanese pedometer. And there was no science to back up the impact of that many steps on your health. And so a group of researchers um, did a meta-analysis, which means they looked at a number of different studies. They, they, they had 15 in this meta-analysis, which involved nearly 50,000 people from four continents, of all different ages and they identified the amount of daily walking steps that will optimally improve your health and longevity and so when I saw that they completed a study I was you know really intrigued so what did they find well 
they found for adults 60 or older, the risk of premature death decreased by 50%, 50% by walking 6,000 to 8,000 steps a day. It leveled off at 6,000 to 8,000. So meaning more steps didn't provide any additional benefit for longevity. And they found that if you're below 60 years of age, again, the risk of premature death decreased by 50% when you were between eight to 10,000 steps a day. And you don't necessarily need to do more. And this is a really important finding because we can all do, you know, I'm under the age of 60, but we can all do 8,000 steps which is really what this is finding. That's the magic number, 8,000 steps. You know, if you're over 60, it's 6,000 6, to 8,000. If you're under 60, it's 8,000 to 10,000. So let's just call it 8,000 steps. And you don't have to do them all at once. You can walk three times a day of, you know, 2,700 steps or something, and you get the same benefit. And this is amazing, right? Because it means you're going to live longer. Literally, it means you're going to live longer. How does it help? Well, I won't get into all the physiology here. In other podcasts, I've talked about how walking at a moderate pace releases myokines from your muscles and they cross a blood-brain barrier, and they have a whole bunch of positive benefits for your brain, for your resilience, for your joy. But really, walking improves a number of things. Fitness, cardiac health, it alleviates depression and fatigue. It improves mood, right? We know mood follows movement. It creates less stress on joints and reduces pain. It can prevent weight gain. It can reduce risk for cancer and chronic disease. It improves circulation, endurance. The list goes on. And what's interesting is that walking is considered by many health physiologists to be the most underrated exercise of all. Socrates said, it is a shame for a person to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which their body is capable. So just eight to 10,000 steps a day, 8,000. Let's, let's anchor on the 8,000. That's what the study found, 8,000 steps a day. So what are you waiting for? It's a choice, right? I forget who said it. I'm butchering the quote, I'm sure, but somebody said you don't choose your life you choose your habits which choose your life so build walking into a daily habit use this podcast use other podcasts and there's little hacks right as you know as being a hopefully a long time listener instead of looking at your phone first thing and spiking your cortisol go for a short walk you know, 2,700 steps. Instead of watching TV at night or doom scrolling, go for a short walk, 2,700 steps. At lunch, 
go for a walk. And before you know it, you will be at 8,000 steps a day. And this will make a huge difference in your life. Frederick Nietzsche said, All truly great thoughts are conceived while walking. So, let's stand tall, look around, feel grateful. Let's move to our three by three. Take a three mindful breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. Wonderful. Now let's move to gratitude. Think about, there's different ways we can practice gratitude, as you know. But I want you to think about somebody who you have helped in the last couple of weeks. You went out of your way to show care, to tune in, to make a difference. And they feel gratitude towards you for that effort. I want you to conjure up that feeling right now, that the gratitude they have for you, because we know from science, this is the more powerful way to use gratitude. So just think about that for a minute. Let that wash over you. There's a whole bunch of benefits to gratitude, which we've talked about in past episodes. Think about how you made a difference for them in terms of their life, their emotions. Fantastic. Now let's go to our three big rocks. What do you want to get done today? What would make it a great day if you focused on a few key activities, goals? Think of them now, three. Wonderful. Wonderful. And as you finish your walk, I hope you continue walking. But as you continue your walk, let's bring this energy into the day. This new mood that we have because we moved. And if you're getting something out of this podcast, of course, please share. That's one of the great ways that we can make a difference for others. Join our Facebook group. By the way, rate and, and actually leave a um, a quote or what do you call it? Rate and review. Leave a review. But more than anything, make the most of this day. I want to finish with a Henry David Thoreau quote, a short one. He said, an early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day. An early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>